It was the most vile thing I've ever tasted in my life, and I was burping it up for like the next two hours. But I, get the, I bet the kids loved it. Calvin chugged it. <laughs> if we can't pick a weekend in that time, there's something wrong with us. Something well, seriously there, wrong. There is something wrong with us, but not <laughs> depending on if we can't pick a weekend. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. Um, this is our 13th episode. Is this lucky number 13? I believe so. That's I, my lucky number, at least. I believe so. It's mine, especially on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Al. I'm Travis. I'm Kyle. Hey, guys. We are back. Hello. The three of us. <laughs> how's, uh, how's everybody's weekend going? Um... Mine was uh, pretty good. We uh, we actually had my older daughter's birthday party yesterday, and oh, wow. it was really cool. It was uh, Mad Science, this uh, this company that does um, they just do birthday parties and other gatherings and stuff like that, where they just have one person they bring a bunch of science experiments and show them off to the kids, and yeah, you know, they participate in stuff. It's pretty cool. That is such a great idea. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. That's cool. And uh, what the kids think? Oh, they loved it. They had, they all had such a slamming time. It was great. That's awesome, man. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah, uh, and uh, they uh, they made slime at the end with uh, <laughs> with uh, glue and borax, like super diluted borax and water, and it just made the slime. And the kids just every single kid loved it. It was that's, crazy. That's wild. Now I gotta ask you because yeah. you know I remember the slime when we were growing up, like the gack kind of slime. Yeah. The stuff my daughter's got from, like, some, you know, Target bubble surprise or whatever, <laughs> this stuff was, like, sticky. Like, really, really sticky. And it depends. There's, like, several ways to make it that some of them are super sticky, some of them are super, um, you know, stick together really well. Um, yeah. Something gets off on your hands and just makes for a really miserable day. But yeah, uh, like that depends on what you're making it with. That's the garbage they had. Like I remember the stuff when we were growing up. It was like gooey, and you could squeeze it and make little fart noises. But it wasn't like it was sticking to you. You know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe nope, I just nope, I hear that. Huh? I said I hear that. Yeah. Um, yeah, my my girls have had some of the slime before, and it's just been absolutely terrible. <laughs> it's, come, it's come apart. It's gotten on furniture. And yeah. Oh, and how just, hard is that to get out? Oh, it's impossible. It's impossible. Oh my god, I'm just glad like it wasn't just me. I thought maybe we got a bad batch, or maybe I just don't remember slime like it really was, and I'm just like making it better in my head. <laughs> but oh man, but uh, how about your weekend, Kyle? Uh, my weekend was good. Um, we had a lot of people over Saturday, and it ended up being crazy. It was like seven kids running around the house. Wow. Was that like was that... unplanned and just kind of happened that way? Um, we were supposed to have a couple people over, but uh, yeah, we ended up having – like my brother and his kids ended up staying, mm-hmm. so that added to the mix. And uh, yeah, it was a good time. We Our playground out back that we bought got plenty of use. Oh, kids that's awesome. running around all over the place, uh, so that was good. Had a birthday party today at a gymnastics gym, which I thought was going to be interesting. Like I, I never went to a gymnastics 
gym birthday party, <laughs> but they had a lot of really cool stuff for the kids to do, like tumbles, climbing a wall. Oh, cool. Trampoline jumping. It was neat. So was, it, a, uh, was it gym time? Mm, uh, no, it was up in okay. uh, Nazareth. Okay. I don't remember. I already forgot the name of it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they do like open gyms on Saturdays for kids to go to, and I think we might be looking into that because the kids just had a really good time. I might have to look into that. Oh, my so, my God, I know Paige would love it. That girl never stops moving. Yeah, so... Uh, force, force gymnastics? Yes, that's it. Okay, yep. all right. Yep, really cool people in there, too. Everybody was super nice. So, Holy I mean, crap, that place is huge. It is. Do they have, like, the big pit full of the styrofoam things where they can do, like, the high jumps into it? Yep. They, oh. have, so they have, like, a horse that you can do to jump into it where they had the kids climb up and then, like, jump in. And then they have a trampoline right next to it, too, that you can jump in with it. Dude, Paige would do that all day. Yeah, they have ropes to climb and swing on. Like, they have a bounce, like, a little bounce room that you could, the kids could jump in. But it's not – I mean, it's professional, too. They have all, like, you know, the legitimate beam. But they have a lot of stuff for kids. So. Force gymnastics. I got to tell Amber about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, plan, maybe we can plan it out. Our kids can go on a Saturday for the open gym and run around. Oh, dude, how great would that be? Yeah, that would be, be really cool. That. Three of us so. get our get our kids together. I said yeah. we leave the kids home and we go ourselves and have Dude. a good time. <laughs> Seriously, that was the thing. I wanted to do 90% of the stuff that they did. That's so, awesome. Like, they had to jump through this little donut hole. The only thing I probably would have got stuck doing that. But. <laughs> well, just be aware, gentlemen. If I'm coming along, we're going to have to take necessary fat breaks. <laughs> I'm not the, the the spry young man I used to be. <laughs> uh, none of us are, man. Uh, speak for yourselves. I'm I'm spry as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're you're still like you're in your mid thirties with the body of a fucking barely eating skateboarder. I hate you. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. You should be. How dare you? Hey, I've you? I've been trying to gain weight since like eighth grade. It just hasn't happened. Oh. Such Assault. first world problems. Assault in the wounds. <laughs> I, I've been trying to not gain weight, and it just never works. <laughs> my my job just doesn't help that fact, or the fact that I just love food. <laughs> yeah, that's what, you just gotta get. You just have to have like a a twitching problem, and then you'll be good to go. Yeah, yeah. Just keep your legs moving like all day at work. And you'll burn some calories. Get one of those like desk bike things that you can just pedal the whole time. I gotta, yeah, st- I gotta true. start walking again. Like once it gets warmer, I was doing like a mile and a half every day. But nice. uh, yeah, yeah, it was great. I was actually getting into good shape. Then it started getting cold, and then I just started not going into the office and working from home a lot. So mm. I gotta start doing that from home too. Like I gotta do the same thing I do at the office and just get up, go for a fifteen minute walk, come back. Well, if the weather would ever freaking regulate itself. Well, that's, dude, issue. that's the other problem I'm having. It's driving me crazy. Like, it's just cold. Somebody's here. It's no, it was, my wife was cleaning the coffee maker. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> especially, after, especially after playing Dead by Daylight, I'm like, Kyle, you better run. <laughs> There's somebody behind you. <laughs> oh, yeah. When Fred, I'll have to talk about it in my turn, but when Freddy's coming after you, Kyle, you just hear la, 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 la. That would, yeah. that would creep me out. I'm it not is playing it. so creepy. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, so, speaking of that. Well, no, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off. Just to finish real quick, my, my son got, for his birthday, got a $25 gift card to Toys R Us. 
Oh, oh no. geez. With them going out of business, we yeah, quick we went up there real quick to see what they had, and like it was. I don't normally go to stores like that anyway, but you know it was something we always did as a kid. Like yeah, Kindy toys, Toys R Us, and it was crazy watching them run through the store. How excited they got looking at everything and realizing right. that's not going to be around anymore. Because really. What toy stores are there anymore? I mean, you, you got a section at Walmart, you got a section at Target, but you don't have an entire store dedicated to toys. The uh, only thing you kind of have like that is the Disney store, and that's like yeah. But even that's just like a big room; it's not an entire building. Yeah, yeah. Amber was so, saying the same thing. It's sad. It, it kind of sucks, you know. It's it's like you know, if Best Buy would go under, meh, you know, or or you know, something like that, where it's it's electronics, you know, you could find yeah, that stuff. It's a anywhere. dime a dozen. A giant toy store where the kids can look and like see what they're gonna get and and actually touch know. what they're looking at and like try it out. Like Amber was saying the same thing. Like that was kind of the highlight when we were kids. Like going into a Toys R Us, even though if we weren't gonna get anything, you could just like it was a store all about you, and it was just awesome. Mm-hmm. So I I totally get what you're saying, man. It it's like it is a bummer because there I don't I agree with you. I don't think there's anything really that'll take its place. No, know? I mean, I, I've read some things about KB Toys, KB Toys starting back up, but it's oh, not really? the real KB Toys. It's someone who bought their... Uh, Brand. Their namesake. Yeah, so I don't know how legit it is, but it was sad. However, Liam did pick up something called... Uh, it's like a zombie brains. Oh, yeah? And, dude, <laughs> it's like a... It's like a... I don't know. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> You you make like food and gummies out of it, and like you can make gummy spiders and worms that come <laughs> out of their head, and then like you make it's called zombie barf. You can make zombie barf. So it's like an orange drink you mix in a cup, and then you you you, you put this blue powder in water, and you put it in the brain, <laughs> and you push the brain, <laughs> in and then it pukes it out, and it it's it turns so it's like orange aid. Do you guys ever have that? Like yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that, but it has like it's like a blue jello chunks in it when oh. you drink it. It was the most vile thing I've ever tasted in my life, and I was burping it up for like the next two hours. But I, get, I bet the kids loved it. Calvin chugged it. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, Liam didn't even like it. He took he took one step. He's like, I don't I don't like that. Is it is it this uh, Doctor Dreadful Zombies Lab? Probably, zombie lab? probably. I don't remember the name of it, but it's just a big zombie head with that yep, you just make it. stuff with. That's, that's amazing. It. It was cool to make the stuff. It was disgusting to eat and drink it. Like you literally press the brain, the mouth opens and it pukes it into the cup. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to drink this. That sounds delicious. I'll do it. It's not, it's not good, man. <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's not good. Like, I'm it's okay with sweet and I'm okay with sweet and juice stuff, but that was just you like ooh, inject, sexy. You like inject juice into this thing's eye. It's yeah. Awesome. That's that's what makes the spot. I hate when that I want happens. This. I want this. I'm gonna buy this for myself. Yeah. yeah, go for it. Uh, I might. <laughs> I very well might. You can have ours and we can tell them it just magically disappeared. That's not fair. I'm uh, kidding. That's not Speaking fair. of magically I disappearing a toy, does anybody want a xylophone? <laughs> uh, no. We uh, have, piano, we have, I'm sorry. We have one too many, and by too many, I mean none. Yeah, it's like a miniature piano, and they just play it like Billy Joel in the middle of a solo it's just like oh, <laughs> like the best part too. Like the grandparents are awesome. Like they just they all go all out for these kids. And um, so my my in laws were up, and my mother in law goes, "Yeah, look, we got this for the baby." And she pulls out this piano, and I'm like, 
you got six months till that baby gets here, and these two girls, do you think that thing's going to survive? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's like, of course, it's the one thing they want to play with. Like I woke up uh, because, uh, like, Mia figured out a way to climb out of her crib, so which is great because now I don't have to go in and get her in the morning. And uh, so her and Paige went downstairs, and I wake up to clank, 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 clank. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it never ends. Yeah, we're thinking it might magically find its way to the garage tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god. But uh yeah, that aside, um we really, I don't know, it's been a nice quiet weekend here as far as like uh, Am and the kids went to Home Depot today cuz they had like great deals on mulch. Like we're so ready for spring if it would just stop goddamn snowing. <laughs> Like, we just want to plant stuff and go enjoy the outdoors. And uh, so we're getting ready for that. But other than that, I kind of just took it easy today. Because I was up. I couldn't sleep last night, so I was like up, up up entirely too late. So I like took my first nap in a while. But uh, that'll actually bring me to the stuff that we've been... That I've been playing. Because I've, I've usually, you know, as, as per usual, have ADD of the game this week. So uh, I'll uh, I'll let you guys go first. But uh, what have, what have you guys been playing? How about you, Travis? Um, let's see. I have been playing uh, not as much as I was last week, mm-hmm. um, but I've been uh, playing a good chunk of Final Fantasy VII. Oh yeah, where are you at? Have you gotten past am, the first disc? Uh, not yet. Um, I'm working on it. I just got to Port Junin. Mm-hmm. Um, and finished up that whole part and just sucked terribly at the military parade. Uh, yes. It was, <laughs> it was it was bad. I think I rated like a twenty-five. I do remember um, that now. It was it was pretty miserable, uh, but yeah, I've been having I've been having fun with it. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to getting the airship so I can kind of go back and forth. Um, I got to the Falcon or was it the Falcon Tower mm-hmm. or whatever it is, um, but I didn't start that yet. So I'm hoping to you know once I can kind of get back to that area and start going between you know Chocobo raising and the Falcon Tower and mm-hmm. Gold Saucer and stuff like that and just doing all kinds of you know whatever um, kind of really living the game life that I've always wanted to. Um, yeah, but, uh, it's it's been fun. It's been a lot more fun recently than when I remember playing it in the past. Just because I'm kind of playing it with a an open mind instead of it being like. Well, I like Final Fantasy VI better, so let's see how this measures up. That's all. Like, I was going to ask you what you were thinking this time around, because it's like, it's not necessarily a game like I want you to like, but it is a game I want you to like, at least not hate while you're playing it, because I know it wasn't real high on your list. Yeah, it, it is one of those just knowing the games that you love, like, like you've at least got to make your way through this one. <laughs> yeah, and I will. Um... <laughs> And I, I am enjoying it. I, I'm just kind of anticipating getting to the point where I've been to before. Um, I am kind of like at least you know I'm, I'm past Midgar, so mm-hmm. I'm done with that whole thing because I've played Midgar like maybe seven or eight times. Yeah, and, it is monotonous. Uh, yeah, so I'm kind of past that. So it's kind of opening up a little bit more for mm-hmm. me. Um, you know, now that I'm kind of on my way to a new continent, it'll be you know a lot more of at least what I don't remember. Right. So that'll be- that, that'll be good enough for me. Yeah, it's um, kind of the reason I haven't played it, actually. Like, tried to play through it, because I've done the same thing where I've done, like, five restarts, and now when I see Midgard, like, the beginning of it, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is miserable. But I've actually been trying to steal as much as I possibly can just to see if I can get some, like, little nifty items that I don't normally get when I play through. So. 
Uh, let's see. What else have I been playing? Uh, I've been playing some Disgaea. Mm-hmm. I am uh, working on uh, Nero <coughs> Palace. Oh, bless you. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I've uh, been working on Nero Palace, which I think is the fourth, third or fourth area. Um, yeah. Does and, uh, King uh, Robert rule it? No, unfortunately not. No. Uh, but it is, it's Oof. still, I love that game so much. I've been doing a little bit of grinding, a little bit of uh, working on getting some new characters opened up and everything, and I'm still loving that game. I, I can play that thing for hours and hours and hours and never get bored of it. I don't know why. It's just, it's sure. just so much fun. It is so much fun. Nice. Uh, yep. And then besides that, uh, I've been playing some Fantasy Star Online. Mostly been doing some grinding. Um, actually, after the cast, I probably be streaming on the good for gaming channel uh, a little bit to finish up the ruins and mm-hmm. finally make it to hard mode so i'm gonna make a note to actually jump on and watch you tonight so i do cool. want to see what that game looks like yeah it's it is it's nice it's it's a fun game it's uh it's a little slow it's not like super fast like money action rpgs are but uh it's fun i really i really do enjoy it cool um but as far as gaming that's uh that's been it for me um, what's this note you have on there, though? Which note? It has me intrigued. 1982. Oh, 1982. I forgot about that. Yes, 1982. It's a... Uh, I completely forgot about that one. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a shoot-em-up that is reminiscent of uh, kind of like a combination between Asteroids and... Ca- uh, yeah, Caterpillar. Um, Centipede. Ooh. Um, Megamania. You know, all those kind of old yeah, shoot-em-up yeah. games that, you know, mostly took place of you're just... You're on the bottom and things are coming at you from the top. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. My charity group, good for gaming. Um, they, we decided that we wanted to do a little bit of a competition to see, uh, who could get the highest score in survival mode on that game. Oh, fun. And whoever did like the top three places would end up getting, um, certain donations to their extra life, uh, campaigns. Oh, how great is that? Yeah. It was just, you know, a little nifty thing. So we all, everybody who's participating is chipping in five bucks and like, we're doing like, you know, 50%, 30%, 20%, 50%, 30%, 20% or whatever it happens to be. Um, yeah, they, you know, you win that percent of the prize pool depending on what place you got. And uh, I am right now uh, leading with uh, three hours and 10 minutes to go. Oh, nice, like, dude. I've got a score of like 27,900 something. And I'm, I have the number 33 score in the world. Rock nice. on, Travis. Yeah. This game looks Number fun. three in the yeah. world? 33. Oh, I was like, Damn, we know a celeb. But, <laughs> but no, it's it's a lot of fun, and I'll probably I'll, I will likely play it after um, after the competition's done because it's just nice to kind of play it, blow off some steam, and just kind of waste some time. <laughs> uh, Very cool. So, yeah, and it's free to play, so check it out. That's cool. There's even a space invader that pops in. Yeah, That's there's awesome. a space invader that pops in. There's asteroids. There's there's actually an Earth that you have to blow up, um, and there's all kinds of different enemies that come at you, and it's. It is. It's 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 fun. It's it's just a quirky little shoot 'em up and costs nothing to play and it's just, you know, nice to blow off some steam and waste some time. Dude, this is borderline uh Atari bullet hell. Yes. Wow. That is basically what it is. <clears throat> wow. That's insane. That looks fun. Yeah, that does yeah, look like I'm a lot of fun. The, I'm gonna give this one a shot. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a shot. Yeah, go for I it. I think I might as well. I was thinking too. I mean, it's it's getting a little off track, but maybe we'll do something similar in uh, the save point. I might actually start while we're casting here, kind of do the framework because I like I told you guys, I'm in the humble monthly thing, 
and you know invariably there's some games that I'll, I know I'm not gonna play and um, or games that I already have and I was thinking because <clears throat> you can give the key away um, might have a couple to post in the save point tonight but maybe we can tie it to you know the game we're gonna talk about later and we'll do a little yeah. high score contest yeah, yeah I'm cool. gonna I'm gonna bring that up um, when I post that on the save point the next game that we're playing. Great. So, All right. Yep. Sorry. So that's cool. If you had no no don't if you have some uh, <laughs> some keys and stuff and you want like I'll bring up the I'll bring up the post about the high score and if you want to come in and talk about the uh, yeah I think that'd be fun that'd be cool. I think that'd be yeah. I get everybody into that. Cool. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Kai Kai. Kai Kai. Kai Kai. <laughs> Cobra Kai. That name follows. That's better. That Cobra name follows Kyle. me wherever I go. Kai Kai. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. Cobra Kai. No mercy. I, sh- I shall allow it. <laughs> so, um, I played three main games. I played this week. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard the Punch Out for the Punch Out Arcade version came out on Switch recently. Ooh. Uh, you know the old nice. like body blow, body blow, and it had the like two the green outline guy. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. I'm trying to play that. I suck at this version. I'm really good at Mike Tyson's punch out. No, I'm the arcade is a totally different out. beast. Yeah, I got my timing is all off and everything. It's it's fun, but man, it's it's hard. I re- I remember being pretty pissed off as a kid going to play that in the arcade and losing fifty cents very very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I made it to um Piston Hurricane, which is only the second guy so far. I'm a little ashamed to say, but oh jeez, I'll keep at it. I'd say don't feel bad. That is that is a difficult game, notoriously difficult game. Yep. So I've been trying to grind my teeth on that one. Um, Liam and I played a ton of X Men Arcade today. I'm trying uh, to remember which one this is. That oh, is the best four player. <clears throat> that was one of the best beat 'em ups in the history of arcades. I don't know if I ever got to play this one. Is it like kind of Golden Axie? Uh, it's 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 like a typical. Um, it's it's more like I think Ninja Turtles okay. and Simpsons, right? Because right. it's the four player, and uh, you can pick. I know it's like Storm, Cyclops, uh, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Wolfie, Wolverine, okay, and Dazzler, Dazzler, yeah. So Ooh. it's good if you never checked it out. Uh, if you have Mame, check it out. Oh, I have I have my waves. I might it's have actually uh, it's actually six players. Really, six. I've yes. never seen a six player one. Yeah, all the ones. Well, the ones that they used to have at the Phillipsburg Mall uh, used to be the the six the six player X Men machine. And how it was the hell do you even fit picture. six players around an arcade cabinet? They actually had a two screen. Wasn't it like a two screen cabinet? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Pretty awesome though. They had, oh, maybe it was no. Yeah, I think ours was four. Anyway, they had it at Chi Chi's, and my brother and I used to play it because my mom would want to go there every Friday after work. Hell yeah. I can't blame it. That place ruled. Yeah, so... I don't know if you guys saw my Facebook post where it said, nothing moves the blob. Because <laughs> him, him and I were playing that. It's a second-level boss, so... <laughs> yeah, greatest awesome. one. I don't know, Travis. I'd, I'd argue. I really like The Simpsons beat him up, too. The Simpsons, The uh... Simpsons, I think, was, was really good. Um, but, I don't know, X-Men just kind of... The, the, the six-playerness... Uh, was really what kind of set it apart for me. That is pretty awesome. My favorite would be, uh, what was it, uh, Dungeons and Dragons Tower of Mistara or something like that. There were. Uh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. 
Yeah, there were two Dungeons and Dragons uh, cabinet games, and it was the same kind of beat 'em up. You know, pick your class. You could level up, skill up, and you could even get gold and like go to shops between levels. I dumped so many quarters into those games. I, I remember playing that a ton. Hmm. I never played any of those. They are fun as hell. <laughs> well, that's cool. They look cool. <clears throat> huh. So yeah, um, we've played a lot of that, and uh, let's see. Um, of course, Nino Kuni too. I've been playing. I've been playing that all week. Mm-hmm. So um, my thoughts so far. I don't know. Did you guys try it at all? I, I know you said you downloaded. How far did you get? Um, I wound up returning it <laughs> because. I got past the castle part, but my computer's just too, too old. I think it just mm-hmm. even on low settings, like it ran decently. But as soon as I got into like any kind of uh, large combat scene, it just it slowed to a crawl, which made me really sad because I did want to play it. But I mean, what I saw, I really liked. I, I thought the idea was really cool. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like how it started out. Um, yeah, very there's... intense pretty intense dark beginning uh i thought that was cool i think the story's great and i'll just i'll be brief on here but i think the story's pretty good so far mm-hmm. uh the, the music has been excellent just like the first one sure uh yes. i don't know if it has the same charm as the first one yet it's charming but i don't know the first one to me was just uh had a level of charm that like i just i couldn't pull away from the game yeah this one, I'm, I, maybe I just didn't make the connection with the characters yet, and I'm still kind of seeing where it's going. Well, I think, too, I mean, what the first one really had going for it was that whole kind of Pokemon-esque thing with your, you know, the little monsters that you could recruit, and they were kind of characters in and of themselves. Now, granted, I didn't play the new one as far to know if you still had that, but mm-hmm. this definitely seemed a, a lot different. Um, so that'll, I'll bring that up. That'll come into, like, the battle types. So you do have little... Um, the characters kind of like that, but it's not so much a Pokemon feel anymore. Mm. So you can collect them, and they can get you to new areas on the battles, the, like the the overworld, mm-hmm. and they can help you in battle too. So like the white ones, they'll team up at certain parts of a battle, and they'll form like a circle. And if you go in and press, I think it's X, they'll turn into a cannon and shoot cannonballs at the enemies <laughs> while you're fighting them. The other, like the green ones, will heal you. So they have different attributes that they help you with, and you can eventually pick and choose how many of what type you use you know okay they aid you in battle but it's not focused on them strictly doing the battle so it's more real time yeah Uh, which is one of the things i really like about the game is there's real-time battles which you know you're just running around walking up to enemies and fighting them in the overworld they still do the rpg style battle where it's like you touch an enemy then you go to a fight scene but then is that fight scene real-time battle or like yep okay okay so and then you know once it's over you do your little it has like the the winning music and then you go back out to the overworld and then they have like these strategy battles where it's like you're controlling an army and there's different things you can do while you're controlling that army and they run around and you can like call more guys in you can you know move your your distance your Uh, your range shooters play this i love stuff like that and you can rotate them around so you always have your battle guys in the front and then you have your your ranged you know attack in the back and you have to move around it's it's I only did one battle like that so far. It was pretty engaging. It was cool. It's it's a lot though, so it's gonna take me practice. Mm. But, um, great game though. I'm loving it. You're loving it so far. Okay. Yeah. I highly recommend. Oh, I wish I could. Hopefully, After you play the first one, Travis. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, it's <laughs> to 
to to in my defense, it's difficult for me to actually get um, game time in on the PS3 just because of the location because it's in our bedroom. Um, so usually, you know, at night it's it's our kind of our Netflix box, and any other time it's it's kind of tough for me just to kind of sneak away to just game for a little bit in the bedroom. So you can stream it to your PC if you really wanted to. Oh, oh, maybe I'll do that then. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that on the PlayStation. Yep. Yep, I've done it a couple times when we were living in our house in uh, Fleetwood where our computer and the TV was in the same room and Heather wanted to watch TV. I do that now with the Xbox. I think it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no reason not to. Yeah, yeah I'll give it a go. Oh, very cool. So, I yeah, just, that's it for me. I wish I could play it. Um, I really liked what I saw, but like I said, it just runs a little bit too slow. So I'm kind of stuck with a certain kind of game lately. <laughs> but, yeah, so what are you playing? Uh, actually, I'm still having a ton of fun with uh, Pillars of Eternity, which is that kind of Baldur's Gate Infinity Engine-inspired um, role-playing game. Such a great game. An amazing story. And uh, I know the second one's coming out in May. But um, it's a lot of fun, man, if you like... Uh, D&D style party RPG games and like where the characters can interact and like you know bond and have quests it really gives you like quite a a feel and a a a stake in all the characters including the one that you create you know again role playing game style you can create what any kind of character you can pretty much imagine and um, so it's tons of fun with it I mean I think it has something like a 92% on Metacritic like, it is very deserving of the praise that it got when it came out. It's very, very good. Um, <clears throat> so I'm still playing that. Uh, with my bad fodder figures, uh, scavenger hunt winnings, I picked up uh, Far Cry 5. And um, that game is just insane. <laughs> it's um, It kind of just lets you be the action hero in every Van Damme, Steven Seagal, Jason Statham, like any movie like that that you can imagine. That's like basically what you become in this game. And like you can jump into a helicopter and, or, or even like a a modified crop duster seaplane that has like bombs attached to it and like go bomb this religious cult, you know, one of their outposts and like, jump out of the plane but aim it at like a nest of where guys are then fly through in your wingsuit and parachute in and like take it over as a one man walking army or one woman in my case I wound up playing as the girl sheriff um but it's it's fun uh the story is just off the wall um but it, it really it, it's a it's a game like it doesn't take itself too seriously uh, the story's good enough. Like I'm, I'm definitely invested in it. I want to see what happens, and um, it, it's just an outright fun game. I mean, I I know it hasn't gotten as high ratings as other Far Cries, but this being the only Far Cry I've ever played, it's it's been a very positive experience for me. Um, so I definitely recommend it if anybody's on the fence. <coughs> um, and then two more I kind of got, well three more I kind of got into quickly. Um, over the course of the past two weeks, um, one being uh, Trails of Cold Steel. Uh, if anyone that's played the Trails games, they're really great uh, JRPG games. Um, 
Whereas I was playing uh, Trails in the Sky before, which had a more Super Nintendo kind of look to it. Maybe a little bit better than that. We'll say like PS1. Um, the Trails of Cold Steel was more of a PS2 kind of graphics look and feel. And um, it's neat. It's one of those like you're joining a school and there's, from what I've played so far, like, you know, catacombs under the school and you have to run missions and like get to know the students and all that fun Japanese RPG stuff. Um, the music is some of the best I've heard in a long time, so I'm really enjoying that. But, um, so that'll be my long play, like, during the week, play an hour RPG and, you know, put it down for a while. <clears throat> but, um, the other two more short-sitting, you know, fun, action-packed little half-hour session games I've been playing, one is called Slay the Spire which I believe is in early access right now. I wound up getting a copy of this to review uh, from, I don't know if it was the publisher or the developer, but it's, um, this is slick. It's basically um, a card-collecting RPG, except you build the deck as you go through this dungeon. And, like, it's it, it looks simple on the surface. Like, you pick... You know where to go on the path, and the path could either lead you to a treasure chest or a or a question mark, which could be anything, or a regular enemy, or an elite. And you have to make your way all the way to the top, to the you know top of the tower, the top of the map, to fight the main boss. And um, it's neat. The deck building element's really cool, and mm. it's it's kind of fast paced for that kind of a game. Like the combat, like. Instead of, like, it's like Final Fantasy kind of combat, but instead of, you know, attack item special, you have to pick which card you want to use, and you have to use, you know, whatever you don't use in the hand gets thrown into the discard pile for the next round. And um, it's just neat. It's a very neat concept. It's great to sit down and play for a half hour, see what kind of deck you can build, and just how far you can get. And there's, like, leaderboards and challenges to do, and uh, it's pretty neat. Um, but I'd say for the past two days now, two nights now, um, I got back into a little game called Dead by Daylight, which I wound up grabbing last year when it was in early access, and, um, you know, so it's been kind of sitting there, and it's been, you know, full release by now, and, um, wow, is this game fun. <laughs> for anybody that, like, knows, you know, the kind of asymmetrical horror survival game, you know, one person plays the killer, and then, you know, four people are playing the survivors. And in this game on the map, you have to start these, like, five generators to power the main door lock to get out of the map. Like, that's the main goal. The killer, of course, has to stop you. And um, so you have to try to do it quietly. If you, like, fumble while you're fixing the generator, it makes a loud noise, and it gives a visual indicator to the killer where you're at. Um, what I'm loving about this one... As when the game started, the killers were kind of generic, made up, like kind of kiboshed from other movies, but like, you know, just it's, they were original creations. But I guess over the course of this game, they released a Halloween pack and a Nightmare pack. So now you have Michael Myers and Freddie Mercury, or Freddie Mercury, Jesus, <laughs> Freddie Krueger. <laughs> oh my God, I need to get some I would sleep. buy that game right now if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, as he's it, getting closer, you just hear, Mama. You hear, you hear Radio Gaga as they're about to kill you. <laughs> so is, is he the killer queen? 
<laughs> How did we miss that? No, I'm that sorry. was perfect. That okay. was great. Don't be sorry about that. That was a that was a beautiful dad joke. Yeah, okay. and instead of okay. the heartbeat, okay. you know, when, instead of the heartbeat as you get closer, you just hear do 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 do. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you what, man. That's that's a really fun game. Um, I, I'm definitely getting like the rush of oh my god, he's chasing me. Ah! <laughs> Um, very very fun, and the the blood web, <clears throat> which is kind of this procedurally generated skill tree that's kind of different for every player and every character that you have, and um, you can, you know, get all kinds of different abil- abilities and power ups and items. So there's just a ton of replayability, and uh, it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. So I think it's relatively cheap. Uh, I'd say check it out if anybody's been on the fence about it. Uh, it's a lot of fun, but um. I mean, eh, that's a pretty long list there, but uh, I've been pretty busy on the game in front the past couple weeks. It's been a a lot of fun. Nice. Cool. But, uh, well, if nobody has anything else, we can move on to news. News. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nicely done there. (laughs) Uh Um... So obviously it's no uh, no big big news or big surprise that PAX East was this past week. Um, I've been following some folks that we uh, hang with in the podcast world. Um, our pals at the Bad Fodder Figures are actually at PAX this week and had sent back some interesting stuff, um, pictures of stuff that was out, and so I got a... I got a little glimpse of what's coming, um, or, or, you know, it may have already been announced, but it was actually playable there. Um, so they had uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze playing on the Switch. Uh, it looked like a very good port of the Wii U version, and uh, so that's nice to see that coming. Um, they also had the new Wolfenstein coming to the Switch. I don't know if that's news or not, but that actually... No, they. They announced that when um, it came out for PlayStation 4 and Xbox, they, they were going to port it to the Switch. Okay. But it was there. It was playable. And it uh, looks, man, it looks great. They yeah, really I'm picked that one up. They're doing a lot with that little system, man. It's so impressive. Yeah, they are. I'm, I'm, I'm really liking it. Same. And um, <clears throat> I was checking out uh, just some stuff on the more indie game front. And this one caught my eye that I'm, like, really curious about now. It's called Cosmo's Quick Stop. And the way they described it, it's a time management game where you're running a truck stop in space. <laughs> Sweet. It looks awesome. Like, the first thing I thought in my mind, Travis, you remember that episode of Cowboy Bebop with the space truckers? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it reminded me of. Fair and enough. Yeah, it looks, uh, it looks interesting, so I kind of want to keep my eye on that. I like those little <laughs> time management silliness. Dude. This looks way over the top cartoony and it looks hilarious. That's what I'm saying. Doesn't it look great? It's got a hammerhead shark in an astronaut suit. (laughs) Dude, this game looks awesome. I'm I'm looking at the dev blog and there's some amazing stuff already going on in this. I'm very excited for this game already and (laughs) you just said something about it. I'm telling you, I just caught a glimpse of this and like... I started looking into this more, and I'm like, I really want this game. This looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, this looks like a lot of fun. I'm in. So, yeah, maybe I'll reach out to them and see if uh, if they'd be cool with giving us like a preview copy to mess around with and push on the podcast. But I would love to check that out. It looks really great. Um, 
the other news that I did see was that um, – oh, I already mentioned it later, so we'll get there later. <clears throat> but Travis, I know you were talking about in a previous episode, uh, Neverwinter Nights. Um, yep. Very recently, Beamdog, who has done the remakes of Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 and Icewind Dale, um, have just released a Neverwinter Nights Enhanced Edition. Yep. It looks good. Um, I, I, I mean, it, it's been years since I played Neverwinter Nights, but I couldn't really see um, where a lot of the enhancements were, unless I'm just not remembering. But it looked good, uh, and it has all the expansions that the first one had, so it's kind of the complete package. Um, my experience with the previous Beam Dog releases, uh, they're all very well done. And uh, it's, it's worth checking out. I mean, if you loved those games in the past, um, I forget what the price on this was. I want to say it was, was it thirty bucks? Looks like twenty bucks. Oh, twenty bucks. Okay, it was nineteen. Even better. Even, Even better. better. So yeah, for I mean twenty bucks. If you never played Neverwinter Nights, it's definitely worth picking up. And from what I understand, they actually did release the their toolkit. So just like the old nice. Neverwinter Nights, you can make your own mods and make your own campaigns and adventures, which was a big draw of the original game for me. I, I loved that. So it's cool to see they brought that back. Um, another one, another indie game that I've really got my eye on, um, actually got an official title this week. It was uh, tentatively titled, uh, I think it was Spellbound. But uh, Chucklefish, the guys that did Stardew Valley, are making a wizard school game that's kind of like Harry Potter looking, very Harry Potter looking, and um, its name is now officially Witchbrook. Um, yep. Everything I've read on it, it looks awesome. I'm definitely going to be following this one as it develops, and uh, hopefully, uh, we'll. I don't know when we'll see that one, but hopefully soon, just because, I mean, Stardew Valley is still one of the best games I've played, in, you know, for that kind of game in the past couple years. It's uh, just a nice, relaxing, fun game. So it'd be cool to see what they do with Witchbrook. Yeah, Chucklefish has proven themselves to be one of the better publishers of indie games recently. Yeah, really? They've I... done so much amazing stuff. And they promote the stuff really well, too. Like, they seem yeah. to know where to target the market. But, I mean, I remember when, when Stardew launched, like, even Kotaku was flipping out, and they're all like, this is the game you need to get right now. This is amazing. <laughs> and uh, the release and, is pretty was... well, like, real stable. So Yeah. And uh, I, I I like Starbound as well. They did really good. Yes. They, they, that was a really good pick by pick up by them as well. Yeah, Starbound's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I'm sure Witchbrook is going to be great, and uh, I can't wait to play it. Um, item D, I think we should have deleted. That was from last week, so that's my bad. Uh, mm -hmm. but this next one is you, Kyle. Um, feel free to talk about this one. Oh, the um, yeah, so I came across an article in uh, the local newspaper uh, this week, and I thought it would be a pretty cool thing to talk about. Uh, ben Franklin Museum or Institute down in Philly is having mm -hmm. a Game game Master's exhibition. Wow. Um, there's going to be about 30 different game developers, you know, titles on display uh, with 100 playable games that wow. I'm assuming are you, you pay to get in, but then the games are free to play. Uh, this is down in Philly at the Ben Franklin yep. Museum? Mm -hmm. Yep. When? So, uh, it's running from I think it's May. I have hold on, let me have it right here. It's going to be running from. Uh, of course, I don't have the dates, but it's going to run pretty much throughout the summer. Uh, podcast class trip. Yeah, that sounds. Cool. I think so. 
I, I'd say we go. That would be really neat. Yeah, so, um, I mean, just looking at it, it looks like they have a, a an OutRun arcade machine, which I'll probably be stuck there for about four hours. Oh, love <laughs> uh, and uh, it looks like uh, I can't make out the motorcycle game they have, but um, it's Hang that old on. one you could see. Yep, that's what it is. And it has, like, the screen built into the motorcycle. Oh, that's great. I love so, Sega Hang On. It's going to be cool. I think it's going to be great for a lot of kids who didn't get to experience these games in an arcade to go and play them. Yeah, I had to talk to Anne. That would be something fun to bring her and the kids to, too. We could just make a whole trip out of it. it that's that's a lost thing these days. The kids go to arcades, and it's all you know legalized kid gambling to get tickets to buy something. And the and stupid yeah. hook games. Yeah, tons of those. The claw hands. I, I, I know it, the girls would love it. They love going to the little arcade at uh, CC's. So, yeah, mm-hmm. even when they have too many games, or the one, um, it's the one that we went to, Travis, uh, uh, a video game con. Yeah, oh my God, how did I f- forget that? <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, name. that's a pretty easy one to forget. There it is. <laughs> anyway, we went to that. Like, um, like I know too many games. Liam loved playing the arcade machines that they had set out. Yeah, yeah. Paige and Mia absolutely love arcade games. So I, I'll talk to Amber about that. I think we could make a plan we can all go meet up and have some fun that sounds like a blast yeah and it 30... looks like they're gonna have um oh see the games list oh word i just saw that they're gonna have um uh, some things like programming classes uh Neat. they're gonna have they're <clears throat> gonna have a bunch of like programs too that you can go to but i mean it looks like they're gonna have the main ones like pac-man asteroid centipede donkey kong tower of draga never played nice. oh wow nice um xevious yes Alex Kidd in Miracle World. Oh, uh, no, no, oh, no! I'm thinking, thinking, I'm, I'm thinking Kid yeah. Chameleon. <laughs> Fable Three, Ooh. Diablo Three, um, <gasps> Epic Mickey, oh, Shenmue wow. Two, dude. Shenmue Two. Oh, that's all. Oh, I yeah, there it is. I love Shenmue. Spore. Wow. Space Channel Five. Wow, they're gonna have Spore there. Streets of Frickin' Rage. Yes. <clears throat> and then they. This is a good list, and they're gonna have. It looks like some indies too. Yeah. And the developers are gonna be there. Castle Crashers. I I uh, think some of them are going to be there. Oh, Parappa the Rapper. Oh, word. dude, that's awesome. Kick Punch. It's all in the mind. If you listen, if you to, listen me, to me, I think you'll find. You <laughs> Can you yes. tell we grew up in the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it looks like this is going to be a really really cool time. What did you say? Space yeah. Channel Five. Word. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Gonna be, that's that's going to be awesome. Travis, uh, we have what, to go. what do we need to do to get two more shirts printed up? I don't know. Ask Kyle. He did them. Oh, really? Do they come in size extra fat? Uh, I will look if I can get extra F. Thank. Yeah, I need extra large for sure. But that would be cool to kind of – I think it would be a good way to promote our cast. And I would love to actually like make – just make some connections with developers, you know, because – I mean that's that is that's our audience right there and our people. <laughs> like we love these retro games and Yeah. I think Plus would, this just looks like a hell of a lot of fun. Oh my <laughs> god, yeah. I think would that's going to be an awesome day trip. So thank you for bringing that up, man. I'm I'm like as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to go talk to Amber about it cuz I think she would get a real kick out of it too. That would be yeah. so much fun. Well, I got to say uh, we'll we'll talk about dates then. Uh so we can all pick one and have it yep. set in stone. Yep. Works yeah, for me. Let's do that. Oh my god, that sounds like so much fun definite highlight of the summer <laughs> yeah it looks like it's going from march 31st oh. to september 3rd oh perfect yeah so it's already it's happening if we can't pick a weekend in that time there's something wrong with us something well, seriously there, wrong there is something wrong with us but not depending <laughs> on if we can't pick a weekend this is true this is true 
<laughs> I want to I take that programming from scratch class. Uh, it's only ages 10 to 13, I think. Oh, crap. Lame. Huh? I know, because I was thinking about sitting in on that, too. It looked really cool. But... Yeah. Oh, it sounded really cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oh, well. Yeah. That's oh, well. Cool. Um, awesome. Well, thank you. Dude, I'm, I'm like, I'm so jazzed. That could be like a highlight of the summer, I think, for my kids, for sure. I, I think they would have so much fun. Very cool. Well, uh, Kyle, since you're talking, I'm going to kind of pass you the torch for this next section. Um, we're going to start uh, getting into a little bit more about our the save point, our uh, game club, book club for games. Um, if you want to join in on the save point, it's tiny.cc slash save point. Um, we've kind of changed the format around a little bit, but we kind of just do a game of the month now, and uh, usually it's a game until we get bored with it, but I think it max a month. And um, we'll kind of I'll let Kyle take it from here. But uh, so this past one was uh, Beyond Oasis on the Genesis. Yes. Um, give me one second. I got to pull something up. But um, yeah, I was. It was one of the games that when I was a kid, I I used to I rented it a couple times from Blockbuster and always enjoyed it. And I don't know know why I never picked it up. Yeah, um, this was one of your good picks. Uh, thank God. <laughs> I'll start mm. picking better ones now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's about um Ali, and uh, I'm having a brain fart on the on the whole actual. Well, I was hoping you could tell right. me because I felt like uh, I'll preface this with I really enjoyed so, this game. So here, so here we go. It's you take the role of Prince Ali, who's discovered a buried gold armlet, which once belonged to a wizard who waged a, a long war against the evil wielder of silver arm. So it's gold versus silver. <laughs> silver was used to create chaos and destruction while the gold had the power to summon four spirits. I knew about the four spirits. It's like water, fire, shadow, and plant, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and you just travel around the land gaining these abilities. Uh, and and these, you can summon these spirits to help you fight these silver armulets and the chaos. And uh, as far as plot goes, you know, nothing too crazy, but I don't think it really needed anything too crazy. No, I think I'd this agree. game was perfect for what it was. I'd agree there. I mean, I, I would say, you know, for those looking for plot, it's probably one of those where the bulk of the story was on, like, the first three pages of the manual. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, that being said, I very much agree with you in that I, I really, really enjoyed this game. Um, I got to... Granted, I didn't play a ton of time, but maybe, like, five, six hours. I got to the second kind of land where you stow away on the ship mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. you face silver arm for the first time. He, he sicks these uh, demons on you and then you get to the the second land. Um, I'll definitely be playing this more um, even as we go on even though we're not playing it anymore uh, just because like it, it just really hooked me in the gameplay. I love the the elemental aspect of it and like the the way you have to summon them is actually by shooting your magic at that element, like if you want to summon the water fairy, you got to shoot it at a body of water. Um, I just thought that was really neat. Like as I was sitting there, and I'm like, I'm flashing the armband. I'm like, why the hell is this thing not coming out? <laughs> <laughs> I think the one really cool thing about this is, um, you know, it being an action RPG, it was very different in the battle system compared yes. to most. Like a lot of them, you, you kind of you swing your sword and that's kind of it. This had a, a kind of like a, a beat 'em up. Yeah, kind of like combo that, feel to it, which was arts-y. really unique. Yeah, definitely. I really, I really enjoyed that, and just thought it was really cool to see that kind of, um, that kind of battle system put into 
in an adventure game at that time. I completely agree. Yep, and I think it aged well too. You know, you get some of these games you play as a kid, and then you go to pick them up, and you're like, Ugh. but this one, I still had a really good time playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think it's one of the better graphically um, Genesis games that I've played. Yeah, very good graphics for the Sega. I was impressed. And, and I love how the music is epic, no matter what you're doing. It's like some epic adventure music, you know, like bum 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 bum. You know, it's oh yeah. Doesn't matter if you're walking in the castle or if you're just wandering around the field. You know, I, I thought that was that's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's it reminds me of uh, when I worked to, at this one job. I would always listen to like epic movie soundtracks while I work. And uh, my coworker Eric was just like, "Man, the stuff you listen to." He's like, "I just want to take a dump to it because it would feel like an undertaking." <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm writing documentation, I'm going to do that so I feel more epic writing the documentation. Put on some Carmina Barana from Excalibur and just start mashing <laughs> keys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, think, sorry, go ahead, Travis. I was going to say, I th- I think uh, graphically, uh, Beyond Oasis. It was probably maybe in the top ten of games that really pushed the limits of the set of the Genesis graphics. I would agree. Uh, I think it was is definitely up there. I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely some better ones like Vector Man or Comic Zone or stuff like that. But I definitely think this is up there in, in very in much what they were able to do with the system. Yeah, beautiful game. You're actually getting ahead of yourself. That's our question of the week. <laughs> um, but no, true, it's, true. It, it really was. It was. It was. It was a nice surprise. Um, just because, again, like I had, I had, first I thought I had played this before, but it turned out I hadn't. I was actually confusing it with Exile, um, I think, because there was an Oasis in the very early part of that game, and it just uh, threw me off. But so I, I'd never really played it before, and it was funny, Kyle, that like you were mentioning the fight system. Um, I was sitting there, and like I was just swinging my sword at stuff, you know, and I'm like, oh god, this is gonna take forever, and then accidentally like Mia had come over and just started mashing the attack button and so my guy started kicking the hell out of this monster I'm like oh wait a minute <laughs> awesome <laughs> and, Dude, and is there anything is there anything more gratifying or less gratifying when like uh, you just run at an enemy and you from the sword and they're flipping in the air yeah that was yeah I love doing that I that's so much fun that. yeah yeah it it really I it, it was a nice surprise like I'm really looking forward to actually playing more of that and um it was a good pick, Kyle. It was a good pick. So, <laughs> I promise I will start picking better games. Um, even if they're ones that we have played before, I think we should just stick to good games. Stick to games <laughs> that we know are good. I'll, I'll be done with the crap games. <laughs> that was we, brutal. We could torture ourselves during the week at work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that was that was our previous game of the month. I think all around, it was very much enjoyed by the three of us. Um, I don't really, I didn't think we got much input from the save point. It might've just been a bad, a bad time for a game with all the new stuff that had just come out. I know a lot of our buddies that, uh, were playing games were all wrapped up in like Far Cry 5 and the other stuff. So, um, so I would just say to anybody listening that if you didn't get a chance to play it, um, I know we got a a thread or two in the group asking about it. If you do want to, you know, catch up and, and try it out, I think you should. I think it was really a lot of fun. And uh, for anybody that likes the older retro games, I think you'll actually be very surprised. Um, as Travis said, it, it, this being a Sega Genesis game uh, definitely pushed the system. It was very fun. But that brings us to our next one, Kyle. Our next one is going to be Sunset Riders. 
Um, I am so jazzed to play this. I've never played it. This is another fun one. Uh, Contra style Western. That's Um, all I need to hear. (laughs) It's going to be fun. And, uh, you know, stay tuned to the save point because like we talked about earlier, we might be doing a high score run and there might possibly be rewards. Yes, there will be rewards. I've got a couple in mind already. So um, they'll be going up shortly. Um, Actually, after we get done recording, uh, we'll be adding to that uh, post that you just made, Kyle, and announcing the prizes, and then um, we can start. We'll have to set a time uh, as far as, like, when we want to end it. Um, If you have an idea now, I guess we could do that, or we could just update the post later. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it and update the post because I want to go over, like, you know, we're not going to be too strict on rules, but we should probably have some sort of guideline. Yeah, like no game genies. No codes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no game genie. <laughs> but, uh, so it's a Contra Western, huh? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever played it before? No. I I have. I've, I've, I've beaten it a few times when I was younger. Oh. With the use right. of a game genie, of course. Oh. <laughs> But uh, it 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 is a blast. Um, it's not it's not too akin to Contra. Thank really, God. it's more like it's more like a. Well, I, I just meant the side scrolling shooting. Yeah, it's okay, kind of like okay. a, It's kind of like a it's kind of like a beat 'em up with guns, like a Wild West beat 'em up with guns. Even better. Like there's no actual like beat 'em up, but it's all you know shooting and and whatnot. And then there's you know the bosses are kind of like beat 'em up bosses, but you know. With all different patterns and everything like that. Excellent. Bury me with my money. <laughs> <laughs> what system was this, by the way? I think it came out for Sega and Super Nintendo. I've only yes. played Super Nintendo version, though. All right, so we want to stick with the Super NES version for this? I'm fine with that. Um, if they're both the same, it can be either or. Uh, I I'm think we should keep it platform consistent, even if we're... You know what I mean? Okay. That's up to you guys. I'm cool uh, with either one. I'd, I'd say let's can... let's do Super Nintendo just because the last one was Sega. Uh, okay. So we'll mix it up cool. a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's our game of the month. It'll be Sunset Riders on the Super Nintendo. And uh, there will be a giveaway. So stay tuned to the save point and it'll be your chance to win a couple of games. Um, yeah, right. Okay. Uh, speaking of the save point, uh, we have our you know question of the bye week. Uh, that we ask the group, and we'll we'll uh, pose it here, and we'll share some of the answers. Uh, but as Travis was kind of getting at before, uh, we asked a question: What game for a previous gen system do you feel really pushed that that system to the limit, and did you enjoy it? Um, I would say for me, um, my favorite was. Uh, that I thought really pushed the system was Flashback for the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you nice. ever play that one? Nice. That, yeah. That's one of my favorite games, too. I mean, I remember I remember playing that on my friend Mike's Amiga, and when I saw that it came out for the Sega, I was like, there's no way this game's going to run on the Sega and be as cool as it was on the Amiga, but they nailed it. And uh, it was pretty much a perfect port. And um, it's a... It's an odd game. It's it's kind of a shoot 'em, side scrolling shoot 'em adventure. Um I don't even know how to describe it, but it was really a one of a kind game where um you basically get shot down on this planet like you're escaping this facility in the intro. You don't know why you're running or whatever and it just kind of throws you, you know, in medias race and uh you start, 
you know, on this jungle planet, and it's about, you know, trying to figure out who you are, because, dun-dun-dun, you have amnesia. <laughs> um, but it was one of the the games I remember that I rented probably the most that, uh, you know, going at Blockbuster and stuff like that. I probably rented that game when it was out at least 10 times until I beat it. So, um, and again, graphically, I was just so blown away that they had pulled off that port on the Sega. It really looked beautiful. Um, if you see what, uh, you play it, you'll see what I mean. Like you go down to bend down and pick up your gun and it would show like a close up cutscene of him picking up the gun and it looked like something out of a, you know, primitive anime or something like that. It, so far ahead of its time. So, yeah, that was me. Flashback, the quest for identity. Good choice, good choice. Um, what about you guys? Kyle? Uh, man, I had a tough one with this one because I was just trying to think of what games, like, you know, blew me away. Um, I would have to say mine would be Doom on the PC when that came out. Mm-hmm. That's very... Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with, you know, more common ones here just because they're, you know, the ones that I thought of right away. Sure. Um... Everybody knows Doom. I don't really need to talk about that. But I would also say um, Super Mario World 2, the um, Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island. I thought that was a minus Mario screaming the whole time. I thought that game, the sound (laughs) sound and graphics of that game and the gameplay, I thought were really, really cool for a Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. The the colors and just like the, the scenery they pulled off, I thought was very impressive. I agree. Totally agree. Beautiful game. Yeah. Those are mine. All right. Uh, for mine, uh, I'm actually going to go with Final Fantasy XII on PS2. Absolutely. Uh, that game was absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous game. Um, everything looked really, really nice. The gameplay never chugged at all. Everything was really smooth. And uh, I was just, when I played through it, I was really impressed with how well they made that game look and play. Um, Incredible you know, soundtrack, to, too. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, you know, compared to some of the other role-playing games that, that, that were on the PS2 that looked, you know, kind of blocky, kind of mm-hmm. chunky, um, this game looked smooth all over. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous so, game. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm going for that. All right. Well, that's... Uh, all solid choices. Yeah. yeah. All solid choices. Um, we did get some answers in the group. Um, uh, my one buddy... I'm sorry, Luke, but I think you totally missed it. But uh, it's uh, he actually. I think he kind of phrased the question towards uh, pushing the limits as far as pushing the limits of their genre rather than a system. But they were good answers. Um, so I guess for genre pushing, he said it'd be hard to not look directly at the Grand Theft Auto franchise to see how you can make an open world sandbox truly work. I don't really remember any before the GTA series that really embraced the "here is your world, do what you want" attitude. Now it is one of the biggest selling points of games. I totally agree there. I mean, that mm-hmm. started that whole genre. <clears throat> uh, Rainbow Six proved that there was actually a market for real realistic FPS games that had never been done before. It was a massive change from the just grab a health pack or wait for shields to recharge gameplay. Uh, I actually remember uh, when we got the first Rainbow Six, he and I got it around the same time. And that's actually one of the things that took me the longest to get used to because uh, you're just, you know, you mentioned Doom, Kyle. You're just used to... I'm going to charge in this room and blast the hell out of stuff, and I'm going to take some wounds doing it, but I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, I learned very quickly in Rainbow Six that it's the quickest way to be the first to die in a match. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
from a strategy perspective, it's hard to point, you know, hard not to point at Command and Conquer or Warcraft. They came out at the same time and basically launched the real time strat genre. Um, I would say they were the ones that that definitely took it off. Uh, I think the one that showed you could do it, and uh, it was an, a very viable genre, would have been um, Dune Two: The Battle for Arrakis. Mm, uh, yeah, beautifully done on the Sega as well. Um, so that was uh, but yeah, they the three of those games I would say are the forefathers of all RTS games and proved that there was a market for it. <clears throat> and he said, final one was World of Warcraft. When you are so dominant in a gaming area that for ten plus years games are called WoW like, it means you changed the industry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> arguments yep. there, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, WoW basically uh, took MMO gaming, which I'd even say at the point you know where EverQuest and UO were at their peaks, it was still very niche. You know, you maybe had a million players in UO. Um, maybe a million in EverQuest. I don't, I don't think it was that popular yet, because I also don't think the technology was really there, uh, communications-wise, for it to be super enjoyable. But yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, he also replied, I, had, uh, you know, made my comment about flashback, and then he goes, "Do you even Crisis, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll be the first to say I've never played a crisis because I've never had a computer enough, good enough to do it <laughs> um, those games have kind of become the de facto uh, benchmark of new computer hardware I mean they just push it every time a crisis game came out they just pushed your technology as far as it could go um, our buddy Al said uh, Castlevania 3 for the Nintendo Entertainment System um, absolutely agree there. That that game looked awesome. Still does. Um, and probably one of my favorite NES games. Um, for the SNES, Mario RPG, and any versions of Street Fighter 2 that came out. Yeah, they definitely pushed it. Uh, Kyle, you had a comment down there you want to read and elaborate on as far as uh, your SNES comment? Are you looking at the thread? Yes, the Street Fighter Alpha. Mm-hmm. Um, I had that for PlayStation, and yeah, I always so thought I. how, I always thought how like you know it looks fantastic on PlayStation. Then I hear, I think the Street Fighter Alpha Two came out for Super Nintendo. I was like, how did it hell? really? Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, and and, and I was just imp- always impressed just because of you know the animation and and you know the colors that they use. I was surprised they were able to get it to run on a Super Nintendo, even just um, the roster size. And it looks pretty good. Wow. Um, I've come honestly say I've never played it on the Super Nintendo because I've always had the PlayStation version, which I think was superior. But yeah, I had um, Alpha 3, I think, on PS1. Fantastic. But uh, yeah, that was that was impressive. I saw his, his Street Fighter comment. I was like, oh, yeah, Alpha came out. And I, I thought that for a fighting game was pretty impressive for Super Nintendo. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, uh, Troy, you want to take his, Kyle? Sure. Troy said Final Fantasy VII. Cutscenes when you would summon anything blew my mind. It's crazy looking back at now. Yeah, in the 20 uh, minutes you would take watching Knights of the Round. <laughs> What's it about yeah. to say? I'm never, I'm never casting that. I cast <laughs> that stupid thing. A little tip. If you hold in the X button, it goes a hair faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'll agree. That one took a while. That was all right. I'm going to go summon Knights of the Round. I'll be back with popcorn. Um, yeah, right. 
The other one I loved, probably my favorite summons, was the uh, Neo Bahamut, where he just fries the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, and that one I gotta say, like, I never got tired of, because I loved watching him fly up to the sky and then just going like, Aah! and just destroying things. Um, my buddy Kurt said Star Fox 64. Hell yes. Yeah, it's a great game. Didn't that one actually require one of those memory expanders, too? It did not. No, that was only Castlevania, I think. Uh, don't, no, Castlevania, the first Castlevania did not either because I don't have that expansion, and I, I beat that one. Uh, Donkey Kong, I think, required it. Okay. And I think you could use it in Perfect Dark. I don't know if it required it or not. DK, Perfect Dark, and Majora's Mask oh, okay. used it. Uh, I don't know uh, about necessary. Uh, Single-player mode of Perfect Dark. Uh, hmm. Multiplayer in StarCraft 64. And Majora's Mask apparently required it. StarCraft 64? Yeah. They made StarCraft on the 64? They yeah. sure did. No kidding. They made Doom on 64, too. Well, I know they that. Did. Well, they made Doom on the six, on the 32X, too, so let's not forget about that. Little <laughs> yeah. gem right there. <laughs> hey, you know what? I got to tell you, I have 32X as someone who's played a lot of Doom on the 32X. I don't find it to be that bad. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's that bad. I'm just saying. They made it on 32X, so why not on the 64? I don't know if I'd call it a gem. Well, the 64 version is actually very unique. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool about it. We can. I don't know if you guys ever played it or not. Nope. Uh, oh, Doom, si- Doom 64? Yeah. I did. Yeah, they, they made all the monsters look different and the weapons. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yep, it was good. That was a good answer. I, I remember playing the heck good. out of Star Fox. What? I said it was really good. I was agreeing. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. And then Al came back with another one. I remember telling my mom during one of the cutscenes in Final Fantasy VII that video games would never be able to look better than that. <laughs> you know what? I, I know how he felt. Uh, they, it really was... I remember thinking at the time, like, how do you get better than this without it just going right to full motion video? Uh, and, yeah, obviously how wrong I was, and that's why I'm not yeah. a visionary. <laughs> so I just I, I want to actually take a moment I want to actually disagree with the people that f- said Final Fantasy 7 okay. um, while it pushed the limits of what we knew at the time I don't think it pushed the limits of the Playstation at all um, I think if it you was an get early down game to it, too it, it was an early game and I think it definitely did push the limits of what was capable at the time at the time I don't think it pushed the limits of what was capable on the system that's just that's my opinion Mm-hmm. I may be I may be completely wrong, but that's my opinion. And I want to say, like, if you take a look, compare like Final Fantasy VII to Final Fantasy IX. Nine is is stunning compared oh, yeah. to seven. That's a good point, actually, Travis. Now that you mention it, even uh, even Final Fantasy VIII, which I did not like, uh, looked remarkably better than seven. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think... seven was a good game. But... Yeah, no, but I think people. I, I think maybe it's not so much a confusion, but I think we all do remember just the. Wow, you know when we first saw that game, that you know everything after it did build upon it for sure, and probably yeah. and did do better. But I think it was just it wasn't that big of a jump from what we played before, you know, to Final Fantasy VII, and I think that's why it sticks out in so many people's minds, just because you know before that we hadn't seen anything of that scale on a console, and uh, so it makes sense. True. True. Yeah, I definitely think it, it it definitely pushed the limits of what we've seen up until that point, but yeah. But that's good. Like what what would we say pushed the limits of the PlayStation? 
That's a tough one. Um, uh, you know what? It's funny. Uh, I I read a lot that uh, people think Gran Turismo two pushed the limits. I and would I, say, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would too. Just the, the sheer size of that game yes. and the cars that they fit in that, and it still looks good. I mean, it's hundreds of cars if I remember right. It's insane. Uh, but yeah, I would I would honestly throw Final Fantasy IX in there. Um, mm-hmm. Perhaps maybe maybe uh, whatever the last Tekken was. Um, yes, in Tekken fact, did no, that's that's a good one, Travis, because I do remember the last Tekken actually hitting some limits uh, where you'd actually have some frame slowdown uh, because it was too much. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, maybe even Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer went more graphically hardcore, I think, than than uh, um, what's it called? Gran Turismo tried to do. Yeah. Like you know, as far as graphics go, I think uh, Gran Turismo was a better game and had a lot more content to it. Mm-hmm. But I think Ridge Racer probably went a little more for the the showiness of it all. Sure. Oh God, I forgot how good Gran Turismo Two was though. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. That was- it's good. <clears throat> that's great well that was some good good answers from the save point it was it was fun to kind of relive some of those uh you know some some of the old games that really kind of wowed us and pushed what that system could do um i think right now we'll kind of we've gone the hour and uh, i don't want to keep us going too long here because i know you guys got to get up early so we'll head into uh conclusions and final thoughts and uh, so we'll start out with you, Travis. And any anything you want to shout out? Anybody you want to shout out? Um, I just want to actually give a shout out, of course, to the listeners. Uh, we wouldn't be anything without you guys. Um, sure. But also want to give a shout out to my beautiful wife and my wonderful children. Um, not that they're going to listen to this at all, but <laughs> still want to mention it. Um, and I also want to give a quick shout out to uh, the Good for Gaming crew. Um, you know, especially uh, good Mr. Good for Gaming himself, uh, Dave Robopig. Uh, he has been uh, instrumental. I mean, he started this whole thing up, and, and uh, it, it's a fantastic, fantastic crew of people that I'm. I'm just. Uh, I'm. I'm very pleased that I have the opportunity to be a part of it. So that's it for me. Very cool, Kyle. Uh, I just want to bring up that my brother and I started our comic series Ninja Tumblr. Um, so check that out. Ninja vs. None is the name. And since we talked a lot about Final Fantasy VII, I just want to say my opinion. I think Grandia Two will always beat Final Ooh, Fantasy VII. That's a good come one. At, come at me. <laughs> <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm really glad you're you're pursuing that comic, Kyle, because that had me laughing in the last episode. So I think you guys got something, and uh, we'll post a link to it on the save point. Uh, once he has it up and ready to go, please go check that out. It's the stuff he's already shown me is really, really funny. So I think you guys will get a kick out of it. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, no problem. And uh, Travis, anything? Did you want to shout out anything that you're doing, or is it just you covered what? You're um, doing? I am not really doing much of anything. Okay. So... No, that's fine. <laughs> the man of a million things is it's good to hear you're taking a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um as for myself, obviously a big shout out to the listeners. Um I, I love to see that we're growing every episode. And uh love the interaction we're having with everybody in the save point. You know, big shout out to all of you. You really do help 
uh, bring content to this just with the interactions that we have every day, every week in there. And um, a big shout out to uh, our pals over at Everyday Gamers. Um, you know, Rockslide, Headshot, Meef, uh, Blake, and Jason. Um, you know, can't wait for the next episode. Um, also, a big shout out to the boys over at the Bad Fodder Figures. Um, really, really enjoying that podcast, um, and actually enjoying getting to know the group on a more personal level, playing some games with them, hanging out in their Discord channel, um, and, uh, actually a big thanks to Mike and to Glovebox, um, for, uh, just your, your kind of coverage at PAX East this year. It's been really fun sitting in the Discord channel and just seeing some of the pictures you guys are sending back, uh, that what's coming, so it's, it's definitely exciting. Um, I think as far as shoutouts, that's pretty much it. Obviously, go check out Kyle's comic. Once they post it, we'll put it in there. Um, if you'd like to join the save point and you haven't already, go to tiny.cc slash save point and uh, come hang out. It's such a great group. I, I just, I really look forward to every post in there because it, it's just, it's a group of people that love to play games and you can just tell. And uh, it just makes it great. So, um,. If you want to talk to us on email, check us out at theretrorents at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at theretrorents. And uh, hang out. Uh, come hang out with us in the save point. Come play some games. And um, in the meantime, uh, I think we'll just... No words of wisdom this week, because I have not slept. And when you don't sleep, you're not very wise. And, uh... <laughs> so... <laughs> um... <laughs> Oof. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, uh, again, thanks to all the listeners, and uh, we will catch you on the next episode. Peace out. Peace. Later. Bye-bye.